Join us each week as Andrew, Ray, and others bring us in on one of their weekly phone conversations with an amazing agent. This is Little Oak Weekly. All right. Let's see if Gloria's number. Here we go. Calling Gloria McGallard. We're going to talk about uh, CRMs. And I don't know much more than that. Um, so I don't know what rabbit holes we may or may not go down, but she said she wanted to talk about CRM. So that's definitely a fantastic place to, to start, um, for our 2021 planning. So, uh, let's give it a dial. There we go. Hi, Andrew. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'll just put my phone in disturb. Hold on. (laughs) Awesome. I've got, I've got mine on DND too, so we shouldn't be, uh, interrupted by any beeps yeah no it should be fine okay good well thanks for thinking about me yeah this is great hey you know what i i i'm gonna ask you if you can just talk to me a little bit about your day because i'm setting the uh the sound levels right now for your voice so tell me something okay okay so about my day what am i doing today i am actually going to be putting up a sold sign dropping off the contract i need to um get a uh, start actually to finish up my pot buys with my clients that I'm doing so I've got I actually was doing I don't know 53 pot buys oh wow yeah I know so it's a lot to do so I have all the different sub areas that I kind of have to go Chilliwack and I'm in Mission then Maple Ridge to Langley I've already done Surrey and White Rock so lots of places to go to um and then I have my Christmas tree contest that I'm de- dealing with. So I'm, I'm actually shopping for the three gifts right now. So I'm going to just do local, oh. which is, yeah, I thought that would be kind of fun. Well, I'm hit Krause. What's that? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to say our levels are set, but, but what you were talking about there, um, that leads perfectly into what you said you wanted to discuss. Uh, I, yeah. I sent you that question saying, hey, what do you want to talk about? And you responded with CRM and that was it. Um, oh, yeah. So maybe I'll uh, I'll let you lead the way or finish what you were telling. I, I'd love to hear you finish about what you were uh, talking about yeah. there, what you're doing with your clients. And then we can get into CRM. Yeah, because that's all part of it. Totally. Um, do you, are we jumping into it right now? Oh, we're, we are live. We're recording. Oh, oh okay. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. I thought you were just testing me right now. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, we are. We, we were recording. It. This is great. This is... Uh, Totally au naturel off the cuff. Yeah, we've been recording oh, the whole time. Awesome. Okay, awesome. Yeah, you know me. I'm a, you know, even when starting with real estate and the CRM, it was kind of something that I didn't do right away. I just kept a spreadsheet. Um, and then you know that I'm a huge Buffini fan and mm-hmm. I love their CRM. I've tried different ones, but I do like this one. It just really keeps me accountable. And I just, you know, my business comes from my CRM, the majority of it, right? So I really love to spoil my clients. And that's kind of the number one thing that I do. Um, So at Christmas time, my big thing is doing pot buys. So I try to at least hit 50 plus every year. Hmm. And the rest of them will always get my calendar. Everybody gets my calendar. And because it's so hard to get into some places that I always give everybody like a Tim's card for five bucks that I can't reach. So I just want to make sure everybody gets something. I'm going to call everybody, just, you know, wish them Merry Christmas. So it takes quite a bit of time it <laughs> just, does. To sit and, just to sit and call everybody. And everybody gets a, a personal Christmas card for me that I write and 
just write them something in because, you know, I've had different experiences with other people. So I'm always touching base like, hey, hopefully, you know, I remember from this and that, you know, and, and you have so much in common about their kids and just following up. So it's always a big thing for me. And I love taking the time to have a little visit with everybody. And and this year it's a little bit different because I can't go into the homes and mm. we're talking from the door, you know, and, and they miss that because, you know, they love me coming over They're You know, I think they are happy to see me and they want to know everything about my family. Hey, how are the kids? Hey, I see everybody on Facebook, <laughs> you know? Mm. So it's, it's really um, nice to have that. Like I don't have a huge database, but who I have in there are, are really important people that I actually consider friends, which is nice. Um, you know, and that's a hundred plus people. So to call those people friends that you can go back and, and they give you business or they just want to know how you are. And you, sometimes you don't even have to even ask how they are. They're more concerned sometimes, like I said about me, which is really cool to have that relationship with those people. And, um, and I think that's the number one thing with real estate is just trying to work with really good people that you can have that and they like you and they think about you for other clients or their kids or, you know, aunts or uncles, whatever. So, so you know what it's like. <laughs> do you, uh, do you use the Buffini, like what's it called? Referral maker? Is that the program? Yeah. So I use referral maker. Got is it. What I do. Yeah. And what I really like about it, cause it, it really sorts out my relationships, how I want my B clients. I mean, sorry, I should say A, B and C clients. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have D, but those are people that we, you know, we probably don't even add to our database anyways. Yeah. Um, so they really structure me up like that and who I can call, who I'm going to see, who basically is really giving me the most of my referrals that I need to see more often face-to-face, which is nice. Um, they also have a marketing campaign. So I'm always getting things sent to me every month to send out. And they have a lot of great item of value value in there as well. And I do get a lot of people that comment, hey, I really like that. Or I get a call saying, hey, where can I go get that? So I know people are are receiving them and and they are really liking them which is great can uh, i can i i want to yeah. i want to dig into some of what you're doing you're you're like anybody who's a pro at what you're doing you're going a million miles a minute but i want to want to get some specifics oh, yeah. of your ideas so are you doing are you once a month item or what are you at in terms of frequency yeah i'm once a month okay and you're using the pre-programmed material from the buffini program or are you customizing it at all you can customize it a little bit if you want. They don't give you too much for options, but you can like your name and, you know, if there's something that you need to see, you actually could put like if I sold something, um, I could put sure. the house that I sold. Yeah. So you can you can tailor it up to that, but you can't really change the contents or anything like that in it. Um, so then, that's not going to happen. And then your Christmas experience that you're talking about this mm-hmm. week um, of, yeah. you know, your Popeyes, is this one of like, a few Popeyes you've done this year or is Christmas the only time you do Popeyes or how do you do that? Oh no. What I, and this is a great thing about it because I do Popeyes pretty much so monthly okay. to, to people in my database. That's what I try to strive for every year. Right. I mean, it doesn't always happen. Like, you know, sometimes in January it doesn't because now in December I've just hit 50 people. Right. Mm. So January, they might just get my mail out. But when February comes, I mean, we get Valentine's, right? So sure. you can you can send something out on that part. And it really depends. Like, I kind of group it like who is the kids who would have more fun with it or maybe the young adults. So that – and everybody gets hit like that every year. I never change it. So they expect it from me. Hmm. So, so how, how yeah. many years have you been um, 
doing real estate this way in the Buffini model? Um, I have been doing that. Well, I joined, I'll be five, going on five years with the Buffini referral maker for me. But previous to that, I was with um, a Canadian company, okay. um, Richard, not yeah, yeah Robbins. Richard Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with him. Yeah. And I was doing that a little bit, but I just found they didn't, they did some, you know, they did the mail out, but mm-hmm. you didn't have the personal touch. Sure. Where Buffini is all about the personal touch and the note cards um, and making the calls. So that's. That was something that I noticed different between the two companies. Granted, you probably could still do that with that company, but it was more focused. It it had more of a system for you to follow mm. that you didn't lose track of it. That's what I like about it. Um, so that was kind of exciting for me. So it just keeps me accountable every month to who I'm going to. Like, you know, like in October, I always do the pumpkins. I, you know, 15 um, families that I have that I have kids and every year. I bring a pumpkin and they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, what's it going to be decorated? Cause every year I decorate something different. Right. So just gives you little ideas like that. And everybody loves it. Right. Like, Oh, I can't wait to get, I can't wait to get my pumpkin, you know? So it's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and especially, like I said, I was doing the Christmas tree contest by the probably, probably the third week in November, I had people sending me trees and I never even sent out the mail. Wow. And I thought, wow, that's so cool. That's amazing. So yeah. was that an idea that you came up with on your own or did you kind of steal that from the Buffini world of ideas or, or how no, did that? That was, that was just my idea. Cool. No, I Very just good. wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to do something a little bit different, step outside of the box and, so, and everyone's really embraced it. Like it's kind of, and what's really cool is I'm always getting people different every year. I mean, even though I do get the same, I can see more and more of my people from my database joining, or it could be people that are following me on Facebook. that uh-huh. all of a sudden they're just jumping in like, Hey, is that okay? Of course you can. Right. So, I mean, hopefully eventually I'll do some business with them. Right. Mm-hmm. So kind of neat. Okay, I want to dive into a couple things. Okay. I just I want to hit a a numbers conversation, then I want to jump to you know how this fits into your brain for 2021 and what you're looking to either change or improve upon or or, or okay. anything along those lines. But first of all, I just wanted for those who are going to listen to this, you've right. got roughly what 100 to 120 in your database, or give me the high level number on your database. Oh, I I'm going to say I'm oh, sorry, I should say probably about 135. 135, and then in 2020. Yeah. How many mm-hmm. sales, and you can ballpark a little bit, but how many sales is the 135 in your database going to drive for you? Oh, how many sales? In yeah, there? how many oh, transactions gosh. will you do as a result of your database? Oh, my, oh, okay. For that, probably I'm going to say 15. That's great. So you're probably yeah. around, a, so I would call that, you're, you're somewhere around a 12% rate of return on your database. Okay. That, that's just my own, the way I, I calculate rate of return on databases. If I have a hundred okay. people and there's yeah. 10 sales out of a hundred people, then I have a 10% rate of return. There, there's right, a, ver- yeah. there's a few different ways you can do it, but, um, but 12% is, um, is good there in terms of industry averages and standards, um, you know, on the low end, basically anybody yeah. can get four or 5%. And then actually it's yeah. once you cross 10% that you start to get into, um, you know, the higher levels and people who are intentional with their database. And some of the, mm-hmm. some of the best in the industry actually can get upwards of 20%, um, right. which is phenomenal to think if you could have a database of a hundred people and have 20 transactions come out of that, that's, that's pretty impressive. 
Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're buying and selling with me. So do we count that or we're just counting individually, right? I, I just, I count, you in, know, I count what I'm talking about is number of transactions. So if you yeah. had, you know, if you had 10 people work with you, but that actually equals mm-hmm. 15 transactions, then I would say that mm-hmm. that is 15. The number is 15 for the sake of the conversation because it's 15 yeah, well, separate then- sales. Well, it's funny because let's look at it this year. So this year is really different. I was actually thinking about this because for me, I will actually say I should step back. Like I have to think about that 15, 16. So let's say 17 transactions from the database Mm -hmm. for this year. And that's, that's from the database. But then I think about like, okay, usually I always pick other people up. Like, how do I do it from a sign call? They're calling off my listing, you know, before when we used to do open houses, I was always generating on typically four to five transactions from an open house. Sure. And you know, on that part, right. So yeah, let's say that, yeah, you're saying I'm like 12 or 13% for the year for my database, which makes sense Mm -hmm. because I haven't been able to generate that other business because of the, of the timing and, and uh, you know, COVID and stuff, which is really, dis- yep. yeah, the restrictions, which is really disappointing. So that makes me think for this year, how do I get all, how do I get those extra five clients? Per- right? Okay, perfect, perfect segue. So what are you, so it's December, um, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I would like to say the snow has fallen, but the rain has fallen. What, yeah. what mode are you in in your brain right now? And what are you, what kind of things are you going through uh, to, to tackle the exact issue um, that you just brought up? Yeah, that to me, that that's a huge issue because there's certain goals that I want to reach and your database can only provide you with so much mm-hmm. and you can only bug them for so much, right? So we have to look at other influences around us. So how am I going to change that for next year is the question. And I haven't really... I'm still thinking about it. What am I going to do? <laughs> and that's the hard one because, I mean, obviously it will change for next year. I mean, if they, if COVID, you know, we get the vaccine, things will change. So I probably can get back into to doing the open houses later in the year where hopefully I can generate that extra business that I'm looking for. Um, you know, and especially too, because, you know, I'm not getting a lot of calls on my signs anymore because most people are working with a realtor mm-hmm. and, the, you know, the realtors are calling me. So those are the two areas that, that have really set me back for this year. So I need to figure out for 2021 how to not have that happen again. Right. Um, and that's what I'm still figuring out. So I'm hoping with the changes with COVID and we get the vaccine that I won't have that issue with the open houses, but I'll probably still encounter that with um, people calling off my signs, right? Yeah, it's been a, we, we've had a shift in the industry for sure. I think the sign yeah. call thing is, um, I mean, maybe that's a bit COVID related, but I felt like we've started to lose some of that through the agency mm-hmm. changes. Um, right. Just the public becoming, you know, more educated, more informed and 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 the, and the laws changing in that, mm-hmm. you know, you, you just, you, yeah, it is, it is definitely more difficult to pick up new business off of um, mm-hmm. off of a sign call than it used to be. I don't think that's going exactly. to go back. I think that mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that's just the way it is moving forward. But yeah, if you were reliant on open houses, you're certainly not uh, you're certainly not encountering the opportunity that the the way that you used to. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it's what other what other outlets am I going to reach for next year? Right, is something that I still need to think about. Um, because, like I said, you can 
your database is only going to provide you what they can. You can only actually see people so many times face to face, right? Uh-huh. Before you become a bit of a pain. But you know, yeah. So that's something. Do you feel? Do you feel that way? Do you feel like you are are pushing the limits of the amount of contact that you can have, or that your contact isn't of value to them? I think you can. I think you can be too much in somebody's face where they, yeah, you know, and everybody's different. I mean, they love to talk to you, love to see you, but I think you have to be really careful with that. I mean, you can ask for business, which I do all the time, like, hey, you know, I'm I'm over here. I can definitely help your kids and stuff. They know that. Sometimes if I feel like maybe I'm a little bit too much, right? Uh-huh. And I shouldn't really feel that way because if you don't ask, you you won't receive, right? And then all of a sudden, and I've had it, you do. For instance, sometimes people move to different areas. So you've lost them and they're out of your database. So you have to figure out like, oh my God, like I need to fill up those spaces. Where are they going to come from? Right. So, and that's, I think what pushes me more to get in front of my local people to, to like, Hey, where are your kids at? Or like, you know, your parents downsizing, just trying to add that value to make sure they know that I'm here and what I specialize in, just keep reminding them. Um, but again, sometimes I do feel like I could be a bit pushy. I don't want to come across that way. Um, you know, but yeah, I think it does happen. Or maybe it's just in my own mind, <laughs> right? Have you ever um, contemplated or thought about doing a neighborhood or a business association as another stream of revenue in your business? You know what? I was doing that. Okay. Um, and I was, and that's a good, a good thing to talk about because I was doing a, a walk, a mail, like a basically picking a neighborhood. And I was personally just walking it uh, twice a month and I was delivering item of value. But when COVID hit, I yeah. kind of actually stepped back from that, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, I wasn't, and that was a new neighborhood I decided to pick. So obviously I didn't generate anything from it. I was only walking it for about, I'm going to say four to five months. That was it. So I never, never had any results from it. I wasn't able to see anything. But prior to that, I was walking in Bedford Landing. And I was doing that for quite a while, like probably about four or five years. Out of that, I generated five transactions in that time. So on average, one a year? One a year. Okay. And your, what was your financial commitment to that? What were you spending? Oh, um, well, basically it was, uh, writing out a letter. I was doing note cards. Uh, I was doing actually some little pop buys. If there were just little tiny little giveaways, pens or something, like I said, the notepads. But one thing that I actually was doing, what generated me some business more so out of that is I, I went around and I, personally took a photographer a picture of everybody's home hmm. and I put it on a calendar. Oh, that's a good idea. And I delivered that. I did that for three years in a row. And it was really nice because I had lots of people call me. In the, they, hold on. They, in the neighborhood you did that? Like not in your database. I, you did that for the neighborhood. I did that for the neighborhood. That's a really yeah. good idea. Yeah. And that was I did two hundred and twenty five okay. homes. Uh, that, you know, obviously that cost, and I actually, I had, I had the girls in the office help me with the calendar. It was just a laminated calendar, sure. picture of their house. Um, didn't, I didn't actually, I can't remember if I, yeah, actually I did put their address on the house. Um, and it was just like in 24 months. It was really nice. I put the magnets on the back. So if we had it, I would put it in a bag and just leave it for them. So I never really got, I mean, I spoke to a lot of the neighbors, but I didn't really get super close, but they knew who I was coming and going and everything. And that was a really big hit. And I actually, 
um, out of that, you know, I had one person call me. It's like, oh yeah, you got to come and, and list my house. I love the calendars that you're sending me. <laughs> you know, huh. so that was really cool. And then I would just, um, I would get um, little bags made up, like little tiny shopping bags, like or lunch bags, yep. I guess. And I would yep. just remax on it, and it would be have my logo on it. So I would deliver things like that, and and it was good just to hang it on their door, you know. So. So you, but you've stepped back from this. Are, do you have an intent to go back to that at all, or what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> there, you know, I, the reason I stepped back from that is because my mom had a severe stroke and, uh-huh. and got really sick. So I really actually went only part-time, and that was in 2014. And I stayed part-time um, for about two years because I was kind of taking care of her and the family dynamics and that yeah. with my parents. So I wasn't able to do that. I couldn't keep it up. Mm. So I did step back from that. So I did get out of that neighborhood doing that. And from the results of that other people moved in in that two years and took it over (laughs) like literally right so I knew I had to I mean I had to give up something I didn't have a choice at that time for me personally Um, so I thought I would try to get back into that and pick a neighbor close a neighborhood close to me where I'm living where I know everything about but like I said I stepped back from COVID and my whole idea was to do the calendars again because they are a hit it's they are so personalized and people just love them well, and I, I'd say this, you know, every neighborhood in the greater Vancouver area gets pounded by realtors. So we could say that every neighborhood has taken and, you know, to use your language, people yeah. have moved in. But there's yeah. still a shortage of, I would say, authentic and creative marketing communication in the real estate yeah. industry. And when somebody mm-hmm. does it well, it mm-hmm. pays off. And mm-hmm. it sounds like you were you know, you were onto something there. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm a big fan. I've done neighborhood marketing. Uh, I'm like you, I mean, I'm database first, you know, and I've been that way for a long time, but I find that we need to, we don't have to, but if a person wants to grow beyond a certain level, then you've mm-hmm. got to have more than one stream of revenue. And so yeah. an alternate stream of revenue that I've had for a long time is, is a neighborhood. And, mm-hmm. and I would say, you know, the neighborhood I'm in, there's no shortage of agents that market to the neighborhood. There's probably right. like, I don't know, 10 who would say that they farm that neighborhood, but mm-hmm. there's not a ton who experience any measurable level of success. And I mm-hmm. think that is attributed to, you know, a few things, but, you know, creativity, authenticity, mm-hmm. consistency, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people will try something for six months and if they don't get a return, they're done. But to do a, a neighborhood well, you got to commit to at least 18 to 24 months before you start. You, you can, sure. you can, that being said, I helped, <laughs> I helped, uh, Joe, do you know Joe Pertap? Yeah, I do. I, I, I well, Joe yeah, and I okay. were talking a little bit about some neighborhood stuff recently. And, uh, you know, he asked me a couple of ideas and then he started doing something and he took a listing like literally on the first drop. So it doesn't, oh my gosh. it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't always take, it doesn't always take 18 to 24 months, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's an excellent second source of revenue. And, and I do mm-hmm. think, you know, with the change in dynamic to open houses, I, I don't think mm-hmm. that's going to come back anytime soon, not in the mm-hmm. way that it was anyway. Um, no, for we, sure. We've got to be creative to, to try to find secondary uh, revenue sources. Yeah. You know what? And I possibly may have to look back at doing that and I do enjoy it. I mean, I, I don't care if it's raining, snowing or whatever. It's just something that I do. And also with that, I do the coloring contest. Um, and that will be for uh, Easter and for Halloween. And oh, nice. I actually, okay. Yeah, and I do a $25 gift card to chapters. I'm really big on the reading. So whatever I can do in the neighborhood to promote the reading for kids, 
um, that's a big thing for me. So I get lots of people that enter into that contest as well. Like even when I started um, and I was only doing it for, like I said, four or five months. Mm-hmm. And when I did the contest, I mean, I had from out of that, I had 15 entries, wow. which was really fun. Right. That's great. I mean, In the neighborhood, you had 15 entries. Yeah, I did. That's fantastic. Yeah, I thought yeah. so too, right? And people are just emailing it or they dropped it off in the office at that time, right? When yeah. they could. Uh, so it was it was really good. So I, I, luckily I enjoy doing that. So like I said, I might have to go back to that again just to see, you know, even if I get one out of it or two or like you're saying in a year or two years that I can start being the master of that and people know me. Um you know, and with that being said as well, like even doing something just in that community, because I picked it too, because there was a little park there. So if I wanted to do some type of outdoor activity, right. it was yeah. perfect for everybody buddy, just to walk down there. Yeah. You know, so those were the kind of things I was thinking about in a neighborhood because I want to be able to offer them something and be remote or not make my cost super high as well. Mm-hmm. And I'd and I don't mind spending money, but as long as it's spent in the right way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah. So how do you how point. do you feel about going into your, well, I was going to say first and hopefully last COVID Christmas season? What's on the, you got any big plans, big parties planned? No, I'm nothing. joking, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, Trick question. No. <laughs> this is how we catch people breaking the law, by the way. We coax them in with conversations like this. Yeah, no, nothing. I think, uh, you know, like I said, it's been a challenging year for sure. And I've had some ups and downs like everybody else. And I would say the summertime was when I really took off for this year, which I was really grateful. And I, mm. and I kind of finished the year with a better bang for me, which I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to kind of lead me into January, February on a better note mm-hmm. than at the beginning of the year. So I think that's all that I can ask for and, and just being really grateful with my clients and, um, and just being there and just, you know, touching base with them, base with them all the time um, without asking anything and just being more personable really has paid off paid off for me as well this year um, instead of making it all about work. Are you someone that feels energized for work on January the 4th or do you fight um, do you fight finding the energy at the beginning of the year? No, I love it because that's where I reset. So for me, resetting is taking some training programs, which I'm taking. I'm, I'm actually, I'm kind of going backwards a bit. And I, I like to do that because sometimes we forget so many things sure. um, of what we do. So with Buffini, he's got a lot of great training programs. So I'm doing the 100 Days of Greatness. Oh, it nice. starts on January 11th. Cool. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that because it's going to be a lot of old school. Because maybe sometimes you need a little bit of old school just to kick you in the right way. Yeah. Um, and I know that he's got this advanced course. I was going to take it and then I decided, no, I'm going to do this. (laughs) I think that's going to be just, it'll help me just keep me going in the direction that I need to. Uh, not that I feel, I don't feel deflated at all. I feel really energized and I'm super motivated generally. Um, so even being in December, it's always a happy time, regardless of the situation that I'm always up. I'm going to read a really good book to get me going, something that I want. Um, that I've actually just picked out as well. It's, what is it, the 12 week year? I have never read that. Everyone recommends it. So I'm going to read is, that as well. Is that, the same, is that the same writer as the four hour work week or totally different? Uh, that I don't know. Huh. Okay. I have to I'll look. look it up. 12 week year. You've started yeah, it yet or week. you haven't? I'm going to be starting it okay. right after Christmas. All yeah. right. So, so that's, that's your so holiday my, reading. 
that's my holiday reading. That's my January start. And another course that I'm thinking of doing through the Remax Designs, like I guess it's Remax mm-hmm. on University. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at taking um, the luxurious home course because hmm. that's another thing that I I really want to tap into. So I want to do more of that. Cool. I feel I can. <laughs> so those are my those are my goals starting up for the first quarter. Nice. And what's your uh, what's your must eat must drink? Over the holidays? Uh, lots of wine. <laughs> <laughs> lots of wine. I'm already stocked and done all of that. Nice. <laughs> Must eat. Uh, you know, it's uh, lots of appetizers, I guess. Oh, we nice. Were, I love appetizers. Yeah. We were just talking about, Greg, my partner, we were just talking about um, Christmas Eve. Obviously, we're, you know, it's just going to be myself and mm-hmm. my two kids and him. Yep. So I said, you know what? It's going to be a tapas night. Nice. That's what we're going to do. It's going to be a seafood tapas night with some dips and everything and some good bubbly and some white wine and and that. So, um, and then a traditional Christmas dinner. Hmm. That's yeah, awesome. So, yeah, it'll be fun. So I'm looking forward to it. What about you and your family? I have a, uh, so I'm, I also love champagne. Uh, I mean, we, we, mm-hmm. we, you know, we, I'd like, I'd like to say that I have a limited palate, but I, I enjoy a lot of, uh, a lot of different things, but on Christmas Eve and Christmas day, champagne is definitely part of it. And then, um, I have a tradition that my mom, uh, started many years ago when we were young kids, there's a recipe that a lot of people are aware of. It's called wife saver. And it's basically oh, yeah. an all-in-one, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. ham, cheese, bread, egg mixture. So that right. for me is a Christmas morning isn't Christmas morning without that. Uh, right. and that's, yeah. I, I've had that in my life since probably I was like seven or eight years old. And then, you know, as I got married, I've, um, you know, brought that into my own family dynamic. Nice. So yeah. that's that's a big that's a big thing for me. And actually on the Happy Night thing, um, we might do that same thing this year. That was something i love appetizers and you know in mm-hmm. years gone by we've on christmas eve that's what my family has done both as a child and then even you know with my own kids we've oftentimes done that um this year's obviously going to be a little bit different because we're not going to be doing it with people um, right but i'll probably uh probably do something similar yeah no and same thing with some games with the kids if i'm, re- I'm already naming the games off they're like seriously mom <laughs> so i'm like yeah we're doing it so <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's funny how the over I'll do things over the Christmas season that I otherwise wouldn't normally enjoy as much mm-hmm. during the year. And one of those is puzzling. Like I don't really enjoy puzzles, but mm-hmm. for some reason at Christmas, it just brings back lots of warm memories and happy feelings. And I'll, uh, I'll sit down and do a puzzle as well. I, my attention span isn't long enough for any of the big ones, but you know, maybe a 500 piece or something like that I can tackle. Well, no, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, yeah, I love it. You know, cause even little kids of mine are already uh, in their twenties, right? But mm-hmm. it does make it a bit different, uh, different, uh, different news thing. I like just, a, you know, something different. It's still going to be fun. You know, I'm always, we always do a huge family dinner, but like you say, none of us are getting together. So that's a, probably the biggest disappointment for everybody because it's such a special time, but like you, Christmas morning, we do similar like that wife savers breakfast as well. And um, my kids, their dad comes over and we just do a nice big breakfast. So it's fun. Nice. Lots of good traditions. So, yeah. Hey, I've taken, uh, I've taken half hour of your time and I told myself I would, uh, I would not go much longer than that, but I sincerely thank you for, for diving in and chatting 2021 and look forward to, um, 
talking to you in the new year, hearing about some of the things that you've implemented and hopefully we'll all have a, uh, an awesome start as 2021 kicks off. Yeah, no, we will for sure. I'm, I think it's going to be a great year. Super positive energy, right? Yeah, totally. Get that, <laughs> Good. get, get some of the measures rolled back at the sunshine back out and then uh, spend a little more time outside too. Yes, for sure. Well, thank you for thinking of me, Andrew. I appreciate it. It was really a lot of fun. Yeah, it was amazing. We'll, uh, we'll do it again. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Thanks, Bye. Thanks, Laura. Bye-bye.